Hello and welcome to Retrotainment episode 14. Uh, joined again this week by my co-host, Capital C, Capital O, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? What's happening, homie? What's ah, not, too, not too bad, not too bad. Um, decided we go back and look at uh, one of the... I suppose uh, I, I consider it a comedy, but uh, it's, also I, a zo- it's also a zombie film, so... To be fair, uh, most, um, most zombie movies nowadays are probably comedies. Yeah, but this one was made... They're, they're comedy because they're so badly done that they're comedic this is meant to be a comedy um and it's obviously a play on another big film dawn of the dead so this is a shawn of the dead got the two boys yeah how they got away with that i don't know oh i know yeah and uh well unless 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 george a romero gave them the no i know i know he doesn't own the name on the dead but they're also apparently going to do a, a vampire one as well well, uh, I think James Corden came out with lesbian vampire killers around this time as well, didn't he? Possibly. What was it? It was going to be called something weird. It was like, uh, it, it used the name Sean in it as well. Um, I don't was, remember hearing a vampire one. It was going to be called From uh, from Dusk Till Sean. Oh, yeah, he's definitely 100% getting sued for that one. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you can really give out too much about it because, you know, yeah, if you're just using the name and make it like, you might get sued, but they obviously, they didn't go with it. Um, I, 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 if they went with it now, I'd still watch it because yeah, I think he's, this he's duo kind of, is one of the best comedy duos for stuff like that, I think. They've kind of moved away a little bit though, haven't they? I don't think really Nick Frost is kind of on his own now. Simon Pegg's gone into obviously the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah, they had they've yeah. moved away from it, but I'd say if they came back and did uh, a film like that together again, yeah, oh, I'd certainly watch it. Yeah, um, I know Nick Frost done a couple of movies in Ireland over the last uh, well, um, yeah, he was up in Ardmore. He was actually I think he was living in Bray at the time. He's he's gone into kind of a more serious, um, yeah, serious probably, role in a set in a way. Like he's lost a lot of the weight and everything. Yeah, I think he was in um, fighting with my family, wasn't he? Nick Frost. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he played Paige's dad in Fighting With My Family. No, uh, oh, Paige's dad, yeah. Yeah, hey, he's very um, good. He was very good. I was, well. was going to say, is that not um, Stephen Merchant? But yeah, he plays he plays the, the girlfriend's dad or something that's pregnant, isn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. No, Nick Frost is definitely um, yeah. her dad. Um, but yeah, no, um, it's, it's still one of my favourite comedy films of all time uh, uh well, the, like the, the, the cornetto series is hilarious though when you look at it I, ha- I haven't seen the last of the cornetto series and i I actually hadn't heard that phrase until you said it to me the other day so if you want to yeah. explain what that is to people i generally don't know i think it's due to the fact that he buys a cornetto in all of the movies Um, he actually self-proclaimed it the cornetto series so oh obviously so... in this one in this one he buys the cornetto in the shop uh, uh right at the start of the he does, yeah. Uh, in Hot Fuzz, when they're sitting in the car, he goes in and buys two Cornettos for him and Nick Frost. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I haven't seen the last one at World's End. At World's End. Well, I'm going to assume he buys a Cornetto in that as well then, so. Yeah. Um, I'm just what? having a look here and see if I can find what the actual meaning to it is. I, I, think you're, I think you're right. I think it is literally just that he buys a Cornetto in all of them. I can't see anything that it could mean anything else other than that. And I do know that he does buy a Cornetto in, obviously, yeah. this and in uh, Hot Fuzz. It's a bigger deal in Hot Fuzz. Yeah, it's a bigger deal in Hot Fuzz because they get a couple of Cornettos. Yeah. Well, he actually references it, doesn't he? 
I think so, yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just it's just uh just a, a little throw. Yeah, just a little throwaway thing they had, seems. But um yeah, yeah this film came out on the 29th of March in 2004. Um I feel old. <laughs> yeah, so do I. But um this is actually one of the highest rated films we've looked at. Um a critic critic score on Rotten Tomato with 212 critics had it at 92%. And an audience score of ninety three percent. So pretty much bang on the money. Yeah, pretty much bang on with both them. Now, this is one of their firsts together. Um, so the box office is actually not that good. Um, thirty million in the box office. Probably didn't cost a lot to make though, because cost six. Yeah, because when you look at it, like when you watch through the movie, the the zombies in it, they're not yeah, they're <laughs> goats zombies. No, it's, just, it's pretty much just eyes. It's contact lenses. Yeah. Yeah. And then a bit of blood on their mates and stuff. Um, but um, you know, like thirty million it, it, on a start off. Again, like this is like a snatch. I don't like, think yeah. it would have uh, broke big in America because it's again, it's an English type of. Yeah, it's very. It's a very like British, like this side of the pot, like this side of yeah. the world comedy, like real, you know, sarcastic and stuff yeah, like that. I know. I know. I'd read um, a thing that when Simon Pegg got cast in Mission Impossible. There was a lot of people unhappy about it because he was English. Oh, really? And they didn't. They did see in some of the movies, and they didn't like the way he acted and and whatever. But I thought he slotted into those movies quite well. Like, the, yeah, he's a he's a very good actor. So yeah, yeah. You know, if you've only seen him in comedies, I suppose then all you can think about is him in comedies, and you can't think of him in a like more seriously action-packed role. And you could say the same when Jim Carrey got cast as the Riddler in Batman. Exactly, yeah. You know I mean, you know, or when he got cast as the the number twenty three. I think, yeah, I think it's people just getting um, t- like you know, typecast into a certain role because that's what they became famous for. Yeah. And people don't think that they can do anything else. But um, this film, yeah, the film starts where we're just in the pub. <laughs> as you do, and, and, it? an apt start, I suppose. Um, and they're well, having no, a bit of no, a domestic. No good story. No good story ever starts with a salad. Let's be fair. No, no, no. Well, you don't. You don't make friends with salad, Greg. You don't make friends with salad. Um, but they start in the pub having a bit of a domestic. Yeah. Um, so you get introduced to Liz. Liz, his uh, his significant other, um, who she's complaining that they never spend any time alone. together alone, and she's like, "It's not that I don't like um, Ed. <laughs> not like, it's not that I don't like Ed." And then it pans to Ed standing beside, and she's like, "No offense," and he's just meh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and obviously being Nick Frost. Nick Frost, yeah, his yeah. his best friend that he lives with, and she's just like we never, you know, we're never away from him. And you think that's it? You think oh, it's just a, a third wheel situation? And then she's like, and then I always have to bring my two friends, which you used to you used to don't get on. Like it just exacerbates uh, Dylan. Problem. Dylan Moran in this movie was absolutely spot on. Yeah, he plays he's the part very well. Doesn't so he? good in it. Yeah, he's so good at just being the. The he perfect, just things uh, worse. <laughs> yeah, he's he's perfect at being the right type of awkward, but also condescending. Yeah, and he has the deep Irish accent as well. Yeah, and she's like, I'd bring these two along, and then he's like, Yeah, and it's not that I, it's not that I dislike you. So, and then it pans to them, and they're sitting there, and you're like, Oh, they really don't really spend any time away from these friends, do they? Yeah, you need to make changes, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you need to make t- changes, Sean. And uh, he's like, I will, I promise, I'll bring you out for, uh, he for dinner the, tomorrow. He gives up the fags. No, he, he doesn't give them up yet. He just promises he'll bring her out for... Oh, no, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Just like, I'll bring, because... I'll bring you out for dinner in that uh, fish place tomorrow. 
Yeah, yeah, grand. And uh, they have a few more. Have a couple and, more scoops. As you do. Well, you know, the rules are one for the road is not yeah. just their last one. The last one is the third last one. Yeah. Then there's one more, and then there's one for the road. Yeah, but we um we then go back to just the house that the two boys live in. Yeah. And um, uh, we get the quick little montage of him. Wait, he, <laughs> he's yeah, as, up. well, he's like a zombie when he wakes up, and then we get the quick montage of him, uh, which I love the montage of like really mundane stuff. Brush my teeth, go to the toilet, uh, pour pour some cereal. Like, why do you yeah. need a montage of that? You could just skip all that, and everyone would just assume he's done those things. You, like, there's no need to show us that. But they felt born, born another four minutes into the clock. <laughs> it's not, it, it burns about like Ten three, yeah, like three seconds, and then he goes down and he. Player two has entered the game. Do you not oh. have work? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Player just two steps has over left the game. <laughs> I don't know what game they were playing, but I've never had so, a game tell me player one or player two has entered the yeah, game. It's just, it's just some shooting game by the looks of it. But he, uh, then he steps back over and he has to put on the, the tie and all. We get another quick montage of him getting dressed for work. Yeah. And uh, he gets in, as so you can see, that he works in an electrical store yeah. by, his, by his name. But he... he um, four electrical or something. Yeah, we get introduced to his uh, their other roommate, Pete. Pete's a hero. No, Pete's a dick. Pete is a dick. <laughs> but Pete is like, you need to, you need to, tell him to like go out on his own and stuff. And he's like, fuck right, off, basically. He's like, I will, I will. So he goes in and he's like, Ed, you need to, oh, on your le- uh, uh, top, top left, uh, reload. And he's like, oh yeah, got him. Uh, right, I can play myself. <laughs> we we need you to start uh, helping clean up uh, oh reload so he reloads and then oh nice shot and he just keeps getting interrupted and then uh pete comes in and he's like will you fuck will you clean up this place since you're here all day yeah and he's like, <laughs> will you take will you take down the messages everyone else's messages not just your own <laughs> yeah it's just writing down on a little piece of paper isn't it it's not that difficult and then he turns around and there's i am a prick all on different sheets of paper <laughs> I'd completely forgotten about this when I rewatched it. Uh, it's, it's it's so it, that's it's one of the little subtle things that you just you'd never think of. Yeah, but he, oh, like, like, how has he not noticed that when he put the suit on? Yeah, I, you can presume that like, oh, did he put it on? Like, did he did did uh, Ed put it on the back of the suit when Before? it was when it was down? But then you're like, no, because surely when you pick it up, you'd notice that on yeah. the back. So it has to have been there. But he hasn't left the sofa and. It seems forever. He stays there all day. So, who knows well, how yeah. he did it? And then, and then you see Sean Penn turn or uh, Simon Pegg turn around and be like, uh, "Just do it for me." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he's like, uh, "Can you get the fo- uh, the phone rings?" And Sean's like, "Answer that." And he goes, "You, you answer it." <laughs> now, what I don't get is Sean is no more than two feet away from the phone. Yeah, but he's running. He's rush, rushing off to work, Greg. And also, yeah, but you could you could answer the phone. You know what I mean? It's you you'd think that, but then Ed had also just apologised to him, which we both now means that he's out there letting one rip and it smells <laughs> bad. So he was probably like, so, I just need to. Sorry, I'm going to get out of here. He's like, I'm just going to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, they make a big deal out of. Sorry, Sean. What it's okay. It's okay. No, sorry, I... no, sorry Sean. <laughs> no. Oh Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. <laughs> It's not funny. Uh, but he, the the messages from uh, from Liz just saying, oh, I I can't make it for seven, so just ring the restaurant and make sure you move that to uh, eight. to eight. And 
that doesn't you know, he, he obviously he hasn't heard the message because he's told uh, Ed to write it down. He's told Ed to write it down, and he's just left. So he goes into um, goes into work, and on his way out, he tells that little kid. He tells him, "You're, I'm going to kill you." Yeah, the kid with the football. The kid that <laughs> accidentally kicks him with the uh, kicks the football at him. Um, Not accidentally. Let's be fair now. Oh, he might not. You know, he, we'd seen, he, he could have killed him. He could have. It, it was a dangerous shot, but you know, it mightn't have been on purpose. He could have been kicking it anywhere and just had a bad, you know, bad kick, Greg. And then, and then you see Pete in the car. He gives the wave to Pete. Yeah, but uh, then he goes to the shop. Then he gets on the bus, and we kind of hear about something a space station from the space station crashing down in the wrong spot. Yeah, in um, over London. Yeah, and there's just one thing here. When he goes into the shop, we see him. Uh, he picks up a, a diet coke in the fridge. And then puts it back and picks up the, uh, like a normal bottle of coke or a normal can, can of coke, yeah. And then he goes up, pays for it, and then he leaves. And then he's on the bus in, and we see uh, a woman at the one of the bus stops just collapse, collapse which kind of leads us into that uh, the whole zombie thing starting to happen. So yeah, it's, it's obviously it's from a space. Subtleness. Yeah, like it, it's you know little things are happening and he's noticing them. He's like, "Oh, what's what's going on? Why did she collapse?" And you see yeah. a couple of times in the film where he notices stuff happening and nobody else seems to notice anything, and he's like, oh, "What's what's going yeah. on there?" But, but um, um, he goes into work and he found out that the manager is sick and that one of the other girls, who obviously by the way she's talking, is a supervisor, is sick. Yeah, and she said he says you know she's feeling a little bit under the weather. Which yeah, is one is. of the symptoms. So you're assuming like she's been. Yeah. She's, At this point, you don't you don't know anything. You think God, you know, you you work in a shop, someone gets sick, happens, happens. spreads he, to another um, person, happens. Yeah, yeah, but he tells them all to you know not be under like not take personal calls and stuff in. Uh, that in guy, work. the guy that's in that, I'm nearly sure he Noel, the guy that answers the phone. Mm. I'm nearly sure he's in. He's part of the Renford Rejects. Is he? I think so. No, no, I'm gonna go check that. Um, but yeah, he he it answers. Looks very the, familiar. He answers the phone and he's told, you know, don't take personal matters into work. And then uh, Sean gets a phone call. Or sorry, Sean gets told his uh, his dad is here. And he's like, he's not my dad. He's my stepdad. <laughs> Sean, your dad's here. He's not, not my dad. dad. <laughs> my stepdad. And it's Philip, and he's like, remember to come around to the house tomorrow now and, and bring, bring some flowers. flowers. That you forgot to bring on Mother's Day. Yeah. And he's like, I will. Yeah, yeah, I will. And then your dad... Your man, Noel. Your man, <laughs> Noel. Your man, Noel's like, what about you? Why are you taking personal stuff? He's like, uh, that was different. Mm. It was an emergency. And then he gets... Oh, there's a, a phone call here for you from Liz. And he's like, oh, So she's like... <laughs> Best like, time did, ever. Did you, did you get my message to say to move that date? And he's like, yep. Yeah, yeah, it's all fine because he's obviously trying to play it off that this isn't a personal call. Hundred percent didn't listen to anything she yeah, did. Hadn't hadn't listened to a word. He just agreed with everything, and then oh, that was just Liz from corporate. It's fine. Um, so he's, you know, now she's actually contacted him, and he still hasn't booked this restaurant that he's promised he will book. Yeah, uh, he, it's not your man from, uh, Renfrew Rejects. He's um, he was swill in. Green Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So he, he comes gets, in, he gets, gets back, and he re- realizes, oh <laughs> shit, I didn't book that. Uh, so he rings up, and they're like, oh, we just gave away the the last, the last table. table. So now he has to ring her and be like, oh, I'm really sorry, there's been a, a mix up. 
Will we no. just go to the Winchester? He could have played this off better. He could have just said, well, there's no table at eight, so we can't have it. Yeah, but no. he's already, t- he's already, pr- see, that's the problem. When she rang him in work, she was like, is there any problem with that ta- table being switched? And he was like, he was like, no, yeah, they said it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. So he could have just turned around and said they lied to him. <laughs> yeah, he, he should have just said they rang me and they were like, oh, we actually can't. Now, he should have, he could have played it off better, but he's not, uh, he's not really good not at that big. sort of thinking ahead. You know, he just, uh, I'll just say to her, let's go to the Winchester. Yeah, well, where, where are you thinking? And then you can hear, you can see Ed in the background. Winchester. They do food. Yeah. He has a grill at the back. Yeah. He do you toasty. He do, some, do you some, uh, some toasties. But... Um, it doesn't she, go down well. Well, no, she dumps him. She's not happy about this, so she dumps him. Um, so, so him and him and Ed just go to the Winchester. Well, no, because after the well, phone he, call, he has the flowers for his ma, so he jumps in the thing, goes over to her house. Yeah. And and, the next the next scene with Dylan Moore and go away, Sean. She doesn't want to see him. He's like, right, I'm coming up. I don't know what floor she's on. He's yeah, like, I'm going to climb the wall. They can't be that far off the ground, though, because you can hear him trying to, and then failing, and then comes back around, and he goes... He rings the doorbell, hello, it's me again. Can you just let me in, please? <laughs> so they let him in, and that this is when he promises he'll give up the, the smoke, the smoke give up yeah. smoke, and throws them into the bin. And she's just like, no, it's it's not enough, we're... We're done. We're, do- we're done. He's like, uh, yeah, we can stop going to the Winchester in this time. He's like, I don't want to be that person that goes to the Winchester for the rest of my life. Yeah, so then he, he goes to the Winchester with uh, with Ed to drown his sorrows. And he, he generally looks upset in this scene. Yeah, he do, he looks really upset until Ed starts uh, describing who he each of the people. Clive. He does Clive, which doesn't cheer him up. And then he's like explaining who the people are in the pub. Your man with the snake skin boots. <laughs> This is brilliant. This this had to be improvised. There's no way he could write that. I I don't know. Yeah, but he's like your man in the snakeskin boots. Yeah, he's uh he's been married a couple of times. He's a real ladies man. Oh, her. She's she's an ex-born star. She's an ex-born star. She done the first. Yeah, she done the first interracial threesome. Yeah, and then uh, your man who owns the pub. He's like, oh, he's connected to the mob. Look, sure, gun above yeah. the gun above the thing that still works. Trophy wife. And um, they're, yeah, they're having a they're having a great laugh here, um, and it's kind of it has cheered them up. Yeah, and uh, you can tell they get plastered. Yeah, well, they seem to be on a lock in for a bit, and then you, yeah. we see someone bang on the door, and they're like, "We're closed!" And yeah. whoever it was outside just kind of, uh-huh. mm-hmm, and they're like, but "What? What you see? It? What you see there is when they're going to the the Winchester. There's a girl chomping on." Or well, what looks like kissing someone in the corner. No, well, that, that's when they leave. They leave. The, this is when they decide they're going home. Oh, that's home. right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like there's a couple like kissing around the corner, and then you see your man's head just kind of fall off. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but um, then no, you singing. can only imagine that that's the person that was knocking on the door. No, because I think I think it's a zombie Ooh, that was knocking on sense. the door. I think it was a zombie knocking on the door to try, you know come in but uh as they're walking along come they're in. singing well they're singing along and there's some guy who just keeps putting a random in between whenever they break and they're like you think you, you think you could put i think you could put a bit something else into it you know like freeze or something like that <laughs> but um it's just so good they get home and they just start playing um records yeah. on the the record player and pete comes down and he's like you two like losers would you just ever shut up 
Uh, and it was like pizza I'm dick, not you know. In the morning. Yeah, pizza dick. Pizza but we see dick, that he's, right. we see a big uh, like plaster on his hand, and he's like, "Oh, someone bit me." Uh, when yeah. they were trying to mug me, and they're like, "Why did they bite you?" I don't know. I didn't ask him. <laughs> well, you have to wonder how he got mugged when he drove to work. I know, yeah, and like, so, like, so I don't know. It's but, just, there's little things that they pick yeah. up on. Now, did I, they mug him on the way to the car? Did they mug him on yeah. the way out of the car? But, well, the thing is that it's not actually a mugging. It's obviously just somebody's come over and tried to take a bite out of him. And well, he's he, called he doesn't it know that at this, at this Yeah, stage. he's he's calling it a mugging, but they've obviously got nothing off him. So yeah, uh, he, he does say that. Did they get it? No. He no, no. He's he just a bit bitey. <laughs> just, he, he just bit me. Yeah, probably some crack addict or something. Um, what else you, you see in this is when Pete first comes in, he takes the record off and fires it out the window. He's like, yeah. that's the second record I ever bought. <laughs> yeah, that's the second record I ever bought. Um, Which is stupid chance music. It's electro. It's electro. And then he calls him a, he calls him a prick. As he, he calls him a prick as he goes to walk away. Pete turns around and says something to them. Yeah, he calls him a tick fuck. Yeah, they send him to bed and then under his breath, he kind of, he tells Sean, Ed tells Sean, he's like, next time I see him, he's dead. <laughs> genius <laughs> and that's it that's one thing I like about this is that there's all like they make little references to stuff like this like next time I see him he's dead and like that um, Sean says it about the little kid I'm going to kill you and stuff like that like it's just little things like that it's like it's like normal life really yeah but then it all actually ends up being that way like the next time they do see P, he is dead or well I suppose he's, he's undead well, I suppose but he's not alive theoretic- theoretically yeah he's dead yeah. But uh yeah, so it all cuts out. He writes what I like here is you see him writing on the board. Yeah, to he goes um, he writes stuff on the board and then he falls asleep at the table. Yeah, and he's like the stuff he's written on the board is basically just guess get his girlfriend back. That that's it. And visit mum. Ch- change life. Yeah. And then change life is the third one. So visit girl, like get your girlfriend back, visit mum and change life. Those are the three things he needs to do tomorrow. Vital importance. Pretty good. Um, but he wakes up the next morning and uh, he's hanging. He's hanging, and this is where we see him go and get the the cornetto. Um, yeah, he gets the can as well. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. He gets the can because he can't open it. Yeah, but this is what this is what I mentioned about the can earlier. The, the first time we see him go in, he gets the, the he, normal. P- coke. He pick, he picks up the diet coke and then switches it to the normal coke. This time he walks in and picks up the coke and puts it back and picks up a diet coke because you know. He has he's to change his, his life. He's changing his life. He's given up the cigs. He's moved on to Diet Coke. He buys a Cornetto for Ed because that's what Ed wants. But when he gets back, yeah. And then when they get back, Ed's like, "There's a girl in the garden." But the 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 thing here is when they're walking out, so he crosses the road. Um, Everyone's in bits. It's the exact same as it was the day before going. But yeah. like the guy who was cleaning his car, there's a big hole in his windscreen. Yeah, uh, he walks into the shop and there's nobody in the shop. He leaves the thing there. He says, "Sorry, Ahmed, I owe you 15p." Yeah, and then he was walking back, and the homeless guy he gives money to, and the first one is there, but he is a zombie, and he's going, uh, "Walking his his dog lead." He's like, "I don't, I didn't even have enough for the shop here. I can't help you today." Goes into the house, and then there's a girl out the back. <laughs> what do you mean there's a girl out the back? So they go out and they're like, uh, "Excuse me, hey." And then Ed throws like a little stone at her and she turns around and they just both start laughing. They're like, geez, she is hammered. Yeah. She's so drunk. And then she starts kind of coming towards them. 
Yeah, and and uh, Ed's like, oh, she's got a liking to you. <laughs> and she, she knocks she knocks Sean down and Ed's like, oh, I'll be back in a minute and runs in to get the camera. To like, help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> one he's second. like, wait one second. Comes out and takes the picture of them. And then what they, I like here is where he's about to take the picture, he's like, smile, he turns forehead. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they take the picture, then he gets back up and they're kind of like, all right, listen, I don't want anything to do with you. And she comes at him again and he's like, listen, if you don't leave me alone, I, like... It's, go it's not, away. Like, just go away. And he pushes her over and she falls through this metal pipe that's sticking out of the ground in their house, in their it's back you, garden. It's used to hold up uh, a washing line. I was thinking that too, but it, it's way too thick for that because like, like a washing line would be quite, like the pole is normally quite skinny. Like that one's really wide. You, you can get different ones, obviously. You get I suppose, yeah. But, but that's, just, what I, that's what I always pictured it was for anyway. Yeah, it, it probably is, but it's just kind of there um, and she falls on it. Well, yeah, because actually, does when you think about it, it, leaves like a hole that much in it. Yeah, like it's quite, quite thick, like it's quite big, like you're kind of like, oh. yeah. But, but she, uh, she just gets up off that, no bother to her, and they're like, um, we go back inside. <laughs> yeah. We should go back inside. Then you get the big baldy guy. They turn around, and the big baldy guy is there, and they're just like, mm, just go past him. We go back inside. <laughs> so, so easy. Uh, Sean tries to ring the police. Nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. Yeah, nine 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 in England. Yeah. yeah. It's engaged. All right, ring the fire engine then. It's engaged. <laughs> ring the hospital. It's the same number. And what would you want a fire engine for? Just anything with flashing lights, really. What I like here is Joe and are they, inside. Are they, are, they, are they still there? And he goes, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I like here is they're flicking through the TV. And yeah. If you listen to it, the channel, when they're flicking through the channels, it tells it makes the, story. the story. Yeah. Yeah. It, but they're it, all it, obviously it, telling different things. Yeah. Like, and it's a like the first one's a news source, then it's like a yeah, football and then match, they then it back real to the news. Biting tackle. <laughs> yeah. Then it goes back to a news source, then it goes on to like a nature documentary. And then, then it goes on to uh your man from MTV. Yeah. And it just keeps switching between news source and then back to that and yeah. and you'll be eaten alive. <laughs> yeah. Well the two cheetahs are catching the deer. <laughs> but um your man eventually on the, the news just says, Oh, if you hit them in the head or like capitate them or no, sorry, someone comes in the door uh, through the front door. Cause they never lock the front door, which Pete is always telling them to do. And yeah. uh, Ed smashes him in the head with the, with the ashtray. Uh, they throw the empty cans and the pillows yeah. at him. So he smashes him in the head with the ashtray. And then we is hear, it, if, you, if, you, if you destroy the brain or cut off the head, that'll, that nullifies them. The, the news reporter tells us that and you're like okay so that's how you if it like it's all headshots here that's how you get rid of them headshots is how you usually kill most things yeah but this time you don't need to like it's not a decapitation is isn't necessary if you just say like, damage the brain that'll yeah because there's a lot of the shots in this that you see them hitting people and they're just like how are you dead after that yeah so then they decide to go out back and deal with the um the other two and they're like right aim for the head <laughs> Which, well, yeah, and they're throwing the toaster and cans. and uh, Yeah, they throw and, loads of stuff that won't do anything. Then they get the records and they go out and they throw well, a load of them. They pick, they pick the record that Peter thrown out. Yeah, and then they go in and get the rest of the records and he's like, don't just throw anything because some yeah. of these are quite good. So he's this like, This is brilliant though. This, 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 is, this, this is quality scene. They're flicking through and they're like, Batman soundtrack. Throw yeah, it. throw it. Then flicking through. Oh, that belonged to Liz. To Liz. Well, she, dumped, she dumped you. <laughs> But that uh, breaks you on the neck. Yeah, and then 
they're like, okay, this isn't working. Let's let's just go get a. Uh, let's go to the shed. shed. The shed's locked. Yeah, you know, so you just jump, been locked. <laughs> just jump through the through the door of the shed, and they get a, a shovel and a baseball bat. Cricket bat. Or yeah, sorry, a cricket bat. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like, right, we'll just smash them. Yeah. Uh, well, which one? Which one do you want? The one, the guy, the girl, or the guy? The first one. <laughs> first one. So they switch positions. Yeah. Two um, tiny pops on the head, and that was that. So then well, they decide. Actually, it wasn't because they keep hitting them on the underground. But... Yeah. So he decides. Um, they get back inside after this, and they're like, "Right." Sean's like, "Right, I'm gonna ring Liz. I'm gonna ring Mum to see if they're okay." He rings his mum, and she's like, "Oh, there were some people they've tried to get into the house. Uh, they're a bit bitey. One were you, bit Philip. Were you bitten? Yeah. And, Philip. <laughs> and he, he he's like, "Were you bitten?" And she's like, "No. <sighs> Philip was though. Okay. Uh, uh, that's fine." And then Ed is like. Was she bitten? No, Philip was. Oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes Philip. Bill yeah. Nye, Bill Nye played Philip really well in this. He did. He does do very well. But they decide they're they're making up their plan. So first, it's we'll go get mum and then come back here. Go get Liz. No, go get mum. Go get Liz. Come back no. here and wait for all this to blow over. No, well originally it's go get mum, come back here, and then he's like, no, no, we need to get Liz as well. Oh yes, yeah. Um. And then he's like, come back in. Uh, actually, no, that's no good because... Can't bring our, him back here. It's not safe. Our windows are, mess. The windows are already smashed up and all. So they decide that in the end, it's take Pete's car, go go get mum, kill Philip. Yeah, go to Liz's uh, house. Go have to Liz's house. Tea, wait for all this to blow over. But then that he doesn't like that because they don't Ed, know the exits. Ed was like, I want to know the exits and I yeah. want to be able to smoke. <laughs> yeah. So change your plan again. Take Phil's car. Go to mum's. Kill Philip, go get Liz, drive to the Winchester. Have a pint. Have a pint and wait for all this to blow, blow over. And each time there's a little montage of the car Going wheel spinning, car wheel spinning, going to Liz. Sorry, sorry, Phil, conk him on the head. Yeah. And each time, the, like the first time they say sorry to him, sorry, Philip. Then next time, sorry, Philip. The third time it's just sorry, <laughs> hit him on the head. <laughs> but even they've gotten bored of their own in their own head of apologizing to him. How funny! Like each of the different scenes when they're taking the mat, her her face is changing. Yeah, and she's eventually laughing at the end. It's coming out yeah. of the other one. She thinks it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mat was the mat was pretty good in this as well. Yeah. Then they they're like, right, we're gonna take Pete's car. So they kind of shout up to Pete. 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 Uh, Pete. First <laughs> of all, why can't we go up there? One, he might still be. One. Angry. He uh, might one, still... he might be dead. One, he might be angry. He might, uh, he might be dead. And two, he might still be angry at us. Yeah. Oi, prick! He's, He's not here. there. <laughs> so they go up, and then, well, he is there. He's just in the the shower. Yeah. Well, uh, he he decided he's not there, and uh, they go up, like, yeah. and he uh, Nick uh, Nick Cross guy character Red was like, "Can I drive?" He's like, "I always wanted to drive this car." And yeah, so, off. <laughs> so they they go they go get mum and it's n- as they get there Nick sees the Jaguar and he's like oh that's a lovely looking Jag it's like it's Phillips he won't <laughs> let you touch it and um, he's yeah. like you go in I'll, I'll keep the car running here and I give the, him three honks if uh, if the, there's any problem the subtle little bit in this though he's like he won't let anyone touch it when I was eleven when I was twelve I put half a Mars bar in the glove box he chased me around the garden with a bit of wood. <laughs> Yeah, but um, he goes in and you know, obviously the plan was get mum, kill Philip. So he goes in and then he can't can't kill Philip. No, this is this is the this is the the mum. This is like an Irish mum. We walk in. Do you want a cup of tea? 
Yeah. Do you, want, do you want a sandwich? I'm gonna make sandwiches. Yeah. Um, but he can't, he, he can't he can't kill Philip, so he comes back out and he's like, he's like, oh, what happened to killing Philip? It wasn't that easy. Yeah. Um. So we all get in your car. Oh, are we are we are we following news? And then Ed's like, oh, something happened to our car. You were parked. What happened? A crane day. He's like, I suppose we're gonna to have to get in that jag now. So they, we'll have to take the jag. <laughs> so they go to get into the jag. Um, Ed's obviously driving. Um, the lookout. Well, Philip, they get attacked here. They go to get into it, and uh, as Philip goes to get into it, he gets attacked and starts getting bitten even more. Well, this this is where he's like, none of you are driving. None of you are driving. My yeah, he's car. like, none of you are driving it. But they, he gets attacked and gets yeah. bitten quite badly. So he's on the neck. Yeah, yeah, he's bleeding out. Um. They clunk a few of them on the head, and then they're like, "Nick, put mum in the car," or sorry, Ed, Ed put mum in the car. Then Ed decides he's going to drive, so the two of them are in the back. I've already adjusted the seat. <laughs> yeah. So then they go off to, uh, they're driving down the road. Ed is hammering it down the road. He's hammering it, and your man's like, "It's a twenty mile an hour zone." And he's like, "Yeah," and <laughs> he's flying it in the jack. He's a good driver, to be fair. Well, he's no Tyrone now. No Tyrone, but he is a good driver, to be fair to him. Um, and, he, and they get and to Liz's hits, house. No, he hits the guy. He's like, look out! Yeah. And then they reverse no, well, that, that, oh, that's that was on, in that, Pete's car, actually, wasn't it? That's in Pete's car on the way to get him, and they're like, ah, he's alive, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but they get, to, they get to um, they get to Liz's house, and they're like, hey. Shot on his, like, uh, buzzes them. He's like, let me in. No. Ah. So he's like, right, I'll climb up. So he's like hammering a few of them on the head. He climbs up the this time he manages to climb up to wherever See, they are to me this tells you they're either on the first floor or the second floor yeah it doesn't take them long yeah it, it doesn't take them long it's funny though because you just see the cricket back <laughs> yeah but he they let him in and he's like listen i'm coming she to say want to see they're like she doesn't want to see you and he's like listen just because you love her and he's like oh i don't love her yeah. and, and he's you, just like his girlfriend is like uh, yeah all right whatever but th- th- he's just like come on we need to go we need to go to the winchester and uh why would we want to go to the winchester it's, it's, because it's safe it, you know it's got a gun <laughs> it's got it's got what is it big doors dead bolts it's got a gun over the thing yeah, yeah. um and there's, there's pretty a bit, safe pretty logic reason now to be th- fair there's, there's a bit of an argument about whether they should do it or not but in the end they all decide that they'll listen to sean and they'll they'll do as he's asked so um they go down, um, and Sean starts conking everyone on the head. Tells this, them all. This to is get... where this is where they blame him because it's all your fault. There was only a few of them out there. Now there's many out there. Yeah, loads. loads. Uh, he's like, get get a weapon that you can swing at their heads, and then they blunt, go to, and blunt instrument. Yeah. No, none of them hit anyone except him. He hits everyone. Did you notice what Dylan Moran picks up? He picks up an umbrella. Yeah. He does. Genius. But nobody hits anyone except uh, Sean here. So they get into the car. They're all crammed in it's yeah. philip sean in the middle then uh the kate and daz in the back d- is it d d and or is it not kate mm. well what it, oh no, yeah deirdre and, and daz yeah yeah it's the two of them she's sitting on his lap then uh this, Mom, this is, this is a 1990s school run from yeah. most families then the mum and liz are sitting in the passenger seat and, and Ed's driving Ed's driving but now he's decided that they're driving to the Winchester that he better hit everyone on the way yeah this is true <laughs> not just because not, not, not because they're in the way but like he's driving out of his way to to make sure he hits them 
Yeah. And uh, this is where Philip gets his big scene where he, you know, he's like, it's not easy. Probably probably his only real scene apart from the shop. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> it's it's not easy raising a son and, you know, all, like, I just you wanted were, to, I knew I had to, when I met you. yeah, I needed to, I needed to push you because you, you had the ability, you just were, you, you weren't motivated and I thought I could do that for you. It's it's a very good scene, and then it's he's a like, heartwarming. This is the heartwarming touch scene. It is. It's it's a very very good scene, and um, Sean mm. is just like pull over the car. So Ed eventually pulls over. He doesn't just pull over. It's like he slams the handbrake. Yeah, it's, it's like donuts on the the middle of the road. Yeah, getting getting everyone to all the other zombies to look at him now because he's made so much noise. And then he's um, telling his mom, he's like, "Mom, Phil's gone." No, he's not. Where is he? Oh! <laughs> get out of the car! Everyone then, piles out of the car. Well, they're trying to get out of the car, but Philip still has the the child the locks on the on. back on the back doors, so they have to eventually open the doors to let him out, and they leave the rock music uh, playing yeah. loud. At a, <laughs> they're all standing nothing, out there, there. There's nothing of the man that you once loved in the in that car, and he turns it off, and he's like, ah, this <laughs> is brilliant. But um, Bill Nye was classed up. Yeah, then they decide, right, we need to walk to the Winchester now. And he's yeah. like, where is it? Just over there. Yeah, well, so that's, that's like, I know this is English, but that's the most Irish thing you'll hear. Just over there. Yeah. Just, How just far away there. is it? About five miles down the road, but it's, yeah, it's just it's over just there. Okay. But uh, he decides, well, you're never taking a shortcut, and he goes to jump over the, the back fence, which <laughs> just collapses the second he touches it. Yeah, he goes to jump. Yeah, brilliant. That, that that's the, probably the most famous scene from this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just keep going. So they're walking along through the the back gardens, and then the mum stops and she goes, and "You know, you I, get think, the mom I, being... I think I think somebody lives here. Somebody I know lives here." So they get to yeah, the, the last garden, and he's like, "It's just over this this fence here." Wait, are we missing someone? And uh, your one D is There's five like, of us. There were six of us. There's meant to be six. Uh, I'll go back and get mum. So he goes back and gets the mum, um, and gets um, attacked by this a guy. This guy attacks. He's a big him. guy. He's a big guy. He attacks him, and uh, they come back in, and uh, he gets handed one of those big poles that like had the swinging tennis ball on it, and he's like, oh yeah, yes. The one where you can't have you can't have a tennis player to play with you, so you have to yeah. wrap around. And he's ball. like, oh yes. So he starts swinging it, and you're like, okay, he's gonna hit him in the head with the the big pole bounces the ball off his head it's no good no one. good and they're like uh, j- jab it at him oh right so he jabs it at him and sticks him into the tree but do you notice when he does this he puts the thing through the other side of the tree yeah so you can't get it out and then he's like right i'm gonna see how many there is and it's the scene where he just holds the top of this little tiny slide that and like, yeah, it's like, probably for like, about a two-year-old. And he like stomps up it, <laughs> looks over, stomps back down. <laughs> okay, there's loads of them. <laughs> but then uh, they go through, and it cuts out to the next scene, and then. But like your one, your one's describing to them how to do the zombie, and then she's going through. Oh, show me your zombie noise. Show me your zombie noise. Gets dead. I'll do it on the day. On the day. It is the day. It's it's <laughs> happening right now. And he's like, "All right, you do yours then." And uh, Sean does a pretty good one. He goes, "That's actually pretty." Who good died? Who died and made you? <laughs> zombies. zombies. Oh, actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> then we get to the we get to the scene where he meets his friend Yvonne that he meets earlier on in the movie. 
oh yeah, they meet, group of friends, and they're the exact same people, but just she's a so girl, got, he's a guy, and then the significant other is a girl. And a, obviously, a guy. you've got in this one, you've got Sean first, and then you've got Liz, <laughs> Liz's yeah. mom, uh, the two friends, and then Ed at the end. Yeah, and they have the exact the exact same thing where everyone's yeah. just the exact same except slightly different. The front like, two are just reversed. Yeah. But in this, this is the scene where it really affirms that Delamorin's in love with Liz when he's like, oh, yeah, oh, you're Liz. How are you, Liz? They actually broke up. Yeah, he's uh, very quick to point that out. He is very, very he's quick. He's just such a dick. He is a dick. But uh, they eventually act like zombies to get to the Winchester. No, and then in, the that, front... in that Yvonne is when he, when he says where are you going, we're going to Winchester, the pub. Yeah, but uh, they decide they're going to like they're they're at the Winchester, but the front door is locked. And then yeah, they, do, uh, they sh- do their little zombie going across. Sean is trying to explain. He's like, we can just go around the back to the back door, and uh, he's the other like Dylan Moran's guy is just like, uh, we'll just th- we'll just throw this through the window, and he's like, no, because then they can get in through the window, and he's like. Then he asks. He, he goes to ask. Ed gets a a phone call. It's Noodle again. Yeah, it's Noodle again, which is actually the guy that works in the shop with him. That's no. the kid. That, it's Noel from the shop because the first time he rings him, when he's on the sofa, he's like, "No, I, I've only got uh, whatever for myself." And then when Noel gets the phone call in the shop, he's like, "No, he said he only has this for himself." So Noel is actually Noodle. I never actually caught that. Yeah, I only copped it this time when I was watching it. But, Genius. Uh, he rings and he's just like, he's like, would you get off that fucking phone? Like, you're after getting all the zombies looking at us. So then, you, are, you always do something stupid and I always stick my neck out for you. This is so the big the, argument scene. They have the big argument and then Sean is like, right, I'll lead them away. So he gets all the zombies to chase him and they go into... But Dylan, Dylan Martin has broken the window at this stage. Yeah, then he go, they go into the pub and he gets them all to leave him alone. Yeah. And then there's a big argument in the pub where he's like, we all listened to Sean and, you know, all he did was get us to this pub and now we're stuck here. And With a broken window. And they're like, you broke the window. You broke the window. And Edge's like, does anybody want a, a drink? <laughs> no. As you would. That'd be the first thing you do. I mean, what else are you going to do? But um, then like, Sean... All, all they're pretty safe. And he's like, what are we going to survive on? What kind of... A... There's a toastie at the back. We could have pork scratchings. Yeah, but uh, Sean shows back up. He's come, he's come in through the back door. He gives him the slip. Yeah, gives them the slip in through the back door, and then uh, so they're just you know they're they're where they want to be. They're in the they're in the pub now. They board up the window with stools. Yeah, they board everything up, and they just kind of um sit, just kind of hanging around in the pub. Um, and then they're like, wait, the street lamps are on. That means we can turn on the telly. Yeah, it means the power's not gone. It yes. just means the fuses are. And he goes, I'll turn this on. So he goes to he goes to turn on the thing. He notices there's a zombies out <laughs> he's down there. Flicking the lights and it just turns on. The thing goes up. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, like oh, turns it, turns it, turn, turn, turns the light off, pulls it back down, goes back up, and he's like, we have a bit of a problem. Um, and then Ed puts a, a euro into the <laughs> the, the slot machine or the makes, no. Yeah, the, the little like the, the gambling machine, the gambling machine there, uh, like just the fruits machine, and <laughs> he, he, wins, it. He, he jackpots it, and it starts making loads of noise. So they have to unplug it, and then the barman comes down. John, he's John, back. John comes down, and he's a zombie, and they're like, "Okay, now we need to deal with this guy." And uh, "Don't stop me now" comes on by Queen. Queen. Th- this, is, I think, why, this... is this, why is this on? 
It's on it's random. random. <laughs> I think this is one of the most iconic scenes, or one of the most memorable, where they're going around beating them with the sticks to don't. I still can't Into hear that team. song. Into yeah, the I, team, yeah. I still, I still can't hear that song without thinking of that scene. Like that's that's part of it for me. Like I just can't help it. And then it cuts away to D and uh, the man, and they're just sitting there going, "Yeah, oh, this is this is good." But um, the the mother has we we learned that the mother has been um has been bitten, and that the the shotgun that the gun above the bar does work. So they take the gun then, yeah, because when he when the, the thing isn't working, they're like, "What do we do?" Gets the gun. He's like, two seconds. <laughs> he yeah. just runs off again. They they learn that the gun does work, even though they're like, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. But dogs can look up. Now he's wrong because dogs can't look up, right? Dogs dogs can't look up. Big Al says dogs Al, can't look up. Dogs can't look up. Um, dogs can't look up though. We see we see how bad of a shot um, Sean is with this. He he's, he makes a few good shots, and this is part of where it he, happens when. Uh, Another throwback to earlier where he's like, uh, oh, top, on, top, left. <laughs> top left. So he makes that shot, then oh, reload, reloads. And then uh, he hits one of them in the head. Oh, nice shot, which is again a throwback to what he says to Ed it, at the start. The, the thing film. here, though, is like he hands it off then and he's like, quick, you have this because he realizes there's something wrong. He goes over to check on his mom. Yeah, and um, she's, they discover she's been bitten and she's dying. So then Ed hands it off. To Dylan Moore. <laughs> no, well, Ed hands it off to your one D. Who then? Oh yeah, she hands she it off. Hands to it off to Dylan Moore because he like, knows. She knows first aid. Yeah, I know first aid. As if that's going to help because the woman dies anyway. Yeah. And then um. Sad times. Dylan Moore. Tag turns, rest in peace, mum. <laughs> Dylan Moore turns around and he's like, uh, "We have to, we have to shoot her." And you know Dude, he is this, right. This is one of the funniest scenes. The thing is, he is right, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. The man's just lost his the man for... literally about two seconds ago his mum's died like maybe now is not the time to be such a dick and the funny uh, thing is because you can hear him cocky yeah and then Sean gets the bottle and put, points it at his neck and then <laughs> don't Nick, point that gun at my mouth and Nick then, gets the bottle and points it at his neck and he's like wait this isn't helping it's a bit overwhelming no, uh, he's like don't don't use the Z word yeah don't use the Z word well, no, because why... she, because the girlfriend steps in there, and she's like, "It's not no, really before... fair." No, but before she even steps in, Sean is like, "That's my mum," and uh, Ed yeah. is just like, "Yeah," <laughs> just keeps it, just keeps backing him up, and then the girlfriend goes, "This is a bit unfair," and he goes, "Oh," <laughs> hands her the broken glass bottle and goes, he "Gets picks another up one." The... No, he doesn't. He picks up the corkscrew. <laughs> corkscrew, and he... yeah, so they have this big Mexican standoff, and then Liz is like, "Okay, everything's done." I understand what he. I understand what he's saying, even if he is being a twat. Yeah, but, they um, like the word twat in this, don't they? They did, um, and then unfortunately, the mum does come back as a zombie, and uh, well, Sean has to shoot her. Yep, it is what it is. I mean, you think anyone else would have stepped up and been like, like it's his mum, like maybe well, one Ed, of us Ed didn't like, want to do it. Yeah, but you can't, you can't miss from there. You it's know. True. But well, Ed when, also had the only shooting experience because he shot his sister in the leg. Yeah. With an air you, think, rifle. you think you think anyone else would have stood up and just been like, "I'll just shoot her from point blank here, so you don't have to shoot your own mum." Like, but what you what you could have done there was just walked away and let someone shoot her before she even came back to life. Yeah, which is well, that's what Dylan Moran's character wanted to do, but you're just the double, like, the double tap. Yeah, but you're just like it's a bit much to like ask him to be the one to do it, but he he ends up doing it, and then. The zombies. Don't, don't forget, Delamore also said that he was a pacifist and he didn't want yeah. to use the gun. But um, eventually, they're all breaking 
they're all breaking in. So this is happening. And then Dylan Moran's well, character no, decides. They hadn't started breaking in. He's the one that went to move the doors. Like, Fuck it, I'm not staying here. Yeah, they're all starting to, like, you know, they're, they're it's, breaking it's unraveling. in. From, yeah, it's starting to go down. And then he's like, right, I'm leaving. And they're like, don't you dare open that door. And then he doesn't. He steps away from the door. And, and they grab him. At the window. Now, what, there's actually a really good scene. Like, this, this must have been where quite a bit of the money went. Because when they rip his body open, yeah, the, like the guts coming out of him actually looks quite like it's done quite well, I thought. Yeah, but the one bit I didn't really think was, so like when they pull them out and they rip his T-shirt, it's like he puts his hand into his belly button and just yeah. pulls it apart. Yeah, it, like, that, it, that's it would have bit... made more sense if one bit him yeah. and then just tore from there. But listen, it is what it is. But then the arms come off, the legs come off, and yeah. then she runs out the front door holding his leg to what? What I liked about him? this. What I liked about this was once his stomach got ripped open, he stopped. You know, in some movies yeah. you hear him screaming. You can see him nearly go limp, and he's kind of like, yeah. Which but, was which was a good little touch because, like some movies, like in the I think it's the Dawn of the Dead remake, your man's getting ripped apart and he's still screaming. The thing I don't get is though that his legs and arms come off, right? And then the girlfriend is, is like, "I'll run out to save him," and you're like, it, "That, like they've ripped his stomach open, and his arms and legs have come off." I don't think there's a whole lot of saving left to be done there. <laughs> definitely not, not enough to lot. definitely not enough to run out into a horde of zombies with his leg as your weapon. There's probably not enough of them left to bring back in. Yeah. So I mean she's dead. Like they don't but, they don't say that she's dead, but she ran out there. She is you, dead. You don't see anymore. Yeah, she's dead. Um so we see the th- the last three just have to defend themselves now. So they're gonna make a uh, Molotovs out of the spirits. Yeah, in the bar. But um as they decide they're going to do this and Ed is about to throw it, they come in from downstairs where Dylan had been, where the switches were, where Dylan started switching the all the switches and making all this. All whilst in the team to yeah. Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Yeah, all the lights flashing around. Um, so they come in and uh, he gets taken down. So he ends up getting bitten. Yeah. At this point. Um, in the neck. By Pete. A dick. Pete. Pete's such a dick. And then Sean eventually kills Pete. <laughs> the funny thing about this is though, Pete's still naked. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't need to put clothes on Greg, you know? No, I know that, but like, <laughs> it's just like to me it would have made you could have made it a little bit funnier by having him put clothes on. Yeah, but um, especially with what happens later on, but Yeah, but they he kills Sean kills Pete. Yeah, straight through this. the eyeball. Yeah. And then they get in behind the bar. And they're like, right, um, Ed, Ed, Ed jumps over. Throw me a cloth. <laughs> throw me a cloth, as if that's gonna fix all these these bloody problems. Um, and Ed's like, we can go down into the into the cellar. And then the they set fire to the a, bar. A way out, a way out to the street. Yeah. So they set fire to the bar. Uh, Ed, where are the rest of the shells? They're up on the bar. <laughs> yeah. This this scene here, though, like why he couldn't just scrape them off. I know they're on fire, but yeah. But uh, he eventually just decides, well, I'll just leave them there. And then they start, the, the heat eventually shoots them off and they start pinging around and killing zombies. They hit everything. So that's pretty good, I suppose. Yeah. Better than his shooting. It's true. Um, and they go down into the into the cellar and they realize they have uh, two bullets left. And uh, Sean's like, I gave, I've, I gave up smoking. And she's like, well, I have smoked. So you left them in the house. He's like, I threw them in the bin. And she's like, it was a stressful day. 
So they decide they'll have a smoke, and then he's like, "You don't want to die single." So she's yeah. like, "Yeah, I, no, suppose I, got, I can't shoot my flatmate, my best mate, and my girlfriend in the same day." My, my flatmate, my best mate, my mother, and my girlfriend. Oh, and my girlfriend. Day. Yeah, and she's like, "What makes, what makes you think I'm taking you back, girlfriend? You don't want to die single, do you?" <laughs> and then, so they realize they have two shots left. And he's like, a, I don't mind being eaten. I'll just be eaten. And then, so they're like, they then find the little button thing that allows them to, um, to that raise them up. That'll open <laughs> uh, the hatch. But ju- just before that, like, they're trying to push it and, like, they're thing and They can't like, open it. I, actually, I don't want to be eaten. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to be sure. Yeah, I'd actually like to be sure. And then they leave him there with a smoke. And, they and the gun. Living there with a smoke and the gun, and then they rise themselves up. Bye, and, I love uh, you. There's a horde of zombies there, and you're like, well, what did they, they expect? They, that's him <laughs> going up, though, where she says, bye, Ed, love you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye, and then he says, bye, Ed, love you. Yay. <laughs> but um, they go up, and I don't, like, I don't know what they're expecting, because there was a horde of zombies out there, so where did you think they went? Yeah. Um. Okay. So they get the horde of zombies. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. They get the horde of zombies and uh, off they go back to. Um, they're they're on their way back to, presumably, the flat. Uh, well, you, 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 they, you're just going anywhere really, aren't you? They don't really say, but you know they have to be going somewhere, I suppose. Um, and on their way there, we see the army come in. And yeah, they flatten everything. Just, just run everyone down. So you know that the two of them have survived. And then uh, Yvonne gets out and she's like, oh, thank God we, we got here to save you. Is it just just the two of you is left? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And then we get back to the final. Well, the, well at least somebody survived. Yeah. They get back to the final scene of uh, the two of them in the house. And yeah. he's a zombie again waking up. Well, yeah, he's doing his, his usual. Well, that's most people before coffee, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. He's a zombie as he wakes up, comes down, and they make a plan. We'll get a cup of tea. Um, we'll go down to the, get bre- go get go down and get dinner somewhere else, in a different pub that's not the Winchester. Yeah, didn't like that. Didn't like no. that at all. No. And then they'll go. They'll have a few drinks there, and then come back here. And she's like, "Great, I go put the kettle on." He's like, "I'm just gonna go out the back for a minute." I'll go out to the garden for a few minutes. All right, yeah. go on then. But uh, just before he goes out, when they're on the when they're watching the telly, we see that um, the zombies can now be, you know, as long as they're chained up, they can be used to do menial tasks. And because they remain, they retain some. Yeah, and we see them, you know, your man Noel Push. pushing the trolleys, <laughs> then, <laughs> then them participating in like uh, the Casey's Castle. Castle style stuff. Yeah, like that. That was great. And then they go out to the, he goes out to the shed player too has entered the game and he goes to turn up the volume and uh, Ed, we see Ed, Ed, Ed and he's like Ed <laughs> so yeah, they... it was just, this, this is what I was referring to a few minutes ago when uh, I was saying that he could have had him get dressed it would have been a nice little touch to, that no one ever going to run it that way yeah but they obviously like Pete's a dick so they didn't want to keep him around anyway no 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 I'm not saying that like I'm saying the way he could have got dressed because they, they do menial tasks where they knew they were obviously knew they were gonna run it. Oh yeah, yeah, I get you, yeah. But um, yeah, so like that's why I was saying it would have been funnier if they had got him dressed. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think I think it's just as funny to have him just be the or only the only guy walking around naked. 
Yeah, that would be back in the I'm I am a prick. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Um but yeah, that's where the film ends with him out playing video games with Ed who is a zombie but can be left to just play video games in the Top in the shed. <laughs> and uh him and Liz back together and living in their flat, which is a lot cleaner now flat. that it's a lot cleaner now that uh, Ed's not in there, I suppose. But that could also have been Pete though, let's be fair. Pete lives there too. It could have been Pete, but I have a feeling it was probably Ed. <laughs> I'm going to blame Pete. Pete it seemed to be mainly uh, cigarettes and empty cans. cans. So <laughs> I have a feeling we know who that was. But um, yeah, yeah, rewatching this film, this is still one of my favourite comedies of all time. Like, I wouldn't say one of my favourite of all time. It's certainly one of the funnier parody comedies. I don't know, it's in, like, in a way, well, I, I don't know so, if I could even count it as a parody comedy, um, because it's just a zombie comedy. Yeah, I, I see. As, as I think it's because a, it's a parody comedy. I think it's because it's so different to other comedies, um, because it is like a parody sort of thing. You don't see too many yeah. of them do too like do anything too well. Well, like you, you had scary movie, which took the piss out of all the comedies, but this yeah, was done as a more serious comedy about yeah. one movie. I like I like scary movie as well, but I think if I had to choose between sitting down and watching scary movie or watching this, I'd probably sit down and watch this again. Like this is definitely up there as one of my favorites to watch. Like, well, like this is where I said there on one of the shows a while back where I'm not a great fan of of English comedies really. Yeah, um, but this this is one that I will sit and watch. Like I like the I like his I like Half Fours. I know a lot a lot of people didn't like Half. Fours. I love Half Fours as well. Yeah, it's a great um, film. No, I will watch Half uh, Hours and I will watch Wars End. But there's not many British comedies that I'll say are better than American comedies, but I think this is better than than Scary Movies. No. Yeah. It might, it might be better than Scary Movie 1. Scary Movie 2 is, is pretty good. Uh, yeah. They go, they go downhill very quickly after that. Yeah. I, th- I think it all just depends on which style of comedy you like, because some people are really into the old English comedy style sort of stuff, and some people just don't like it at all. So I think it does just depend on... Which one's your cup of tea? Yeah, well, it, it is just personal preference, really. Um, but like this, this is a mainly British comedy. I can see why it, if it got released in America, it didn't really do too well. Yeah, and um, it, as as I said, it was the first of their like the first of the kind of these two together. Their other didn't do too much other than well, they had two, what World's End, Hot Fuzz, uh, Paul, which I didn't see. That's like one about yeah, an alien. But... I didn't see that. They've had a couple of bits Paul? I can't remember. I might have seen it, but I don't remember much Seth, from Seth it. Seth Rogen is Paul. Yeah, I don't remember much from it if I did see it. I don't think I've seen it. See, I don't know. I don't know whether that... I can't remember. I wish I just better check that before. I, say, I, I don't know if Paul is their movie or they were just in it. No, well, that's what I mean. Just that when these two are together, I, I consider it their film when it's just the two of them together, even if neither of them oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. direct it. Like, um, when these two are together, I think they're very, very good. Yeah, well, it, it's there's it's one of those casts that seem to work. It's now, now like The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, like it just you, works. You don't tend you know? to see one without the other. Yeah, um, and it works when they do get together. You know, they they both do very well. Like they buzz off yeah. of each other. So like you can kind of get that they're off screen friends as well, and that that comes across. I think. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know now. I think they had a. a yeah, well, out, a, but well, a when when they were when they when they were making yeah, these films yeah. you know you could tell that there was that off-screen friendship as well yeah. but uh, yeah no like I, I still love this film um 
I like for a two thousand and four movie, it's yeah, it's, and uh, for what it is, like it's a parody comedy. I think it's one of the best was, out there. I think it's well before its time as well. The way they done the zombies, yeah. Like for me, the what it wasn't overly focused on the zombies being like blood, guts, fallen parts, rotten skin. It was it was kind of a, a twenty eight days later, and now I know they're kind of infecting people, but it was just something simple and effective. Yeah, yeah, just like oh, this this was something that came from space and reanimated people. Um, yeah. and they're easy, like they're slow, they're kind of stupid, and they're easy to but it was, uh, that get was, past. That, but that to um, me was a throwback to the old, like uh, George A. Romero early days of uh, Land of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead kind of zombies. Where they yeah. were just slow and and I thought yeah. you literally just step around them where you see in the newer movies where they're they're able Chasing to run people and down, climb. Yeah. 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 But uh like uh, there was some good touches to older movies in this. Yeah. Um in ways like but this this is quality. Yeah. It's it's the way they like they kind of tie everything back to each other, you know, like as we said, the picking up one can and then picking up the other because he's changing his life. Um, it's, the, just, it's just the, the subtle little touches. Yeah, they, it's just stuff that you don't, you might not notice the first time you watch it, but like you'll watch it a second time and you'll be like, oh, that's a repeat from something that happened earlier. Well, as you said there, with, with who Noodle was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like but, how many um, times have you watched that and if you only figured that out tonight? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like I've watched this loads of times. It's the first time I've... Re- like maybe I put it together before and just de- don't remember doing it, but this is definitely the first time I remember actively... Uh, remembering it but um that's it for this week so we'll be back next week on saturday we're going to start uh posting on saturdays rather than uh tuesday nights now so you know you you gotta keep them weekends free (laughs) yeah so this one will be up on saturday and then it will be saturdays going forward from here so cheers for watching and good luck well it's time for that part of the show that you all love the advertisements for our sponsors i know i know None of us really like listening to these, but the truth is that we wouldn't be able to bring you this content without them. So let's just get down to it. First off, Wrestling Mania, the top floor of Stevens Green Shopping Center. Really good shop for all of your wrestling needs, Uh, whether that's DVDs, title belts, pop figurines, other collectibles, T-shirts. And if you like boxing and MMA, he has stuff there for you too. If he doesn't have something that you want, you can ask him. He'll order it in. No problems. Really nice guy, the owner of this shop. So get on down to Wrestling Mania on the top floor of Stevens Green Shopping Centre. Oh, what's that? A pandemic? Well, that doesn't mean he's closed. Catch him on Facebook. Just send him a message. He'll sort you out. No problems asked. And our other sponsor, Peter Hart Graphics. Now, this guy has done most of, if not all of the graphics for the Dynamos Podcast Network. Really good stuff, guys. Seriously, this is top, top quality stuff. And he doesn't charge a bomb for it, which is the greatest part. If you need any sort of graphic designed, it's peterhartgraphics at gmail.com. That's Peter, P-E-T-E-R, Hart, H-A-R-T-E, graphics, G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S at gmail.com. This guy is the easiest person I've ever worked with when it comes to making a graphic. He'll, you give him your ideas, he'll come back with something similar to what you wanted. And then if it might be exactly what you want. And if it's not, he is so open to criticism and tweaks and he'll be back to you as soon as you give him what you want 
updated on that. This is easy, easy stuff to get done. But actually, if you tried to do it yourself, you'd realize just how difficult it is to make it look smooth and clean. Not a problem with Peter Hart Graphics. Check out his stuff on his Facebook page, Peter Hart Graphics. 